0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Facts Matter, brought to you by the Citizens Research Council of Michigan. I'm here today with research associate Jill Roof, and today we're going to talk about the blog you wrote on the ad baluron special. How are you today, Jill? I'm good, thank you. Great, great. So just a couple of questions about this. Can you give us a little bit of background information about the blog you wrote, about the ad baluron special?
1: Yeah, um, so ad valorem special assessments are like a combination of a property tax and a special assessment. So first, let's define what those are. The ad valorem property tax is the tax that most people are familiar with. It's levied based on the value of your property or your home and is used by all types of local governments to fund general government services. A traditional special assessment is apportioned on parcels of property within a limited geographic area of a municipality, so a special assessment district that benefits from a specific improvement. So if your neighborhood is getting its street repaved, there might be a special assessment to fund that. So over the past 50 plus years, local governments have increasingly turned to a revenue raising device called the ad valorem special assessment, So this is a type of special assessment that is typically levied unit-wide, so throughout the entire municipality, um, and apportioned on the value of property, very similar to an ad valorem property tax. So clear legal distinctions exist between property taxes and traditional special assessments, but these become less clear with ad valorem special assessments which are treated like special assessments under some state laws and like property taxes under others. So the growing use of these ad valorem special assessments raises several issues, um, including the fact that they are apportioned unit-wide throughout an entire local government on property value like a tax, but are treated like an assessment under state law. So they avoid many of the property tax limitations contained in law. Uh, furthermore, their availability to only select local governments, largely townships in some small cities, is unfair to other local governments that are required to support the same general services through property taxes, and their use is unfair to taxpayers as they circumvent the tax limitations under state law and distort the use of the special assessment. So um, the Research Council has been arguing for years against the use of these ad valorem special assessments. Our first report on the topic was released in 1983.
0: And would you happen to have any additional information on the research that was presented um, back in 83?
1: Um, Well, we we first put out a report in 1983 as the use was growing, raising these similar concerns with their use. I can't remember off the top of my head. But I mean, I think there was like $18 million worth of revenue through ad special assessments in 1983. We put out another report in the 90s, I think 97 maybe, um, and the use had grown. And then uh, we did a report in 2019. And at that time, I think we had about $200 million um, in revenue from ad special assessments being levied by uh, probably close to 200 local governments.
0: And why has Royal Oak Township specifically relied heavily on the ad valorem special assessment? Um, Has it been beneficial thus far to Royal Oak? And if so, uh, how has it been beneficial?
1: Yeah, um, well, until this past year, Royal Oak Township had been levying multiple ad valorem special assessments for years, um, since at least 2004. I haven't looked at the specific township data earlier than that. Um, In 2020, the township was levying a total of 20.75 mills in ad valorem special assessments to fund um, garbage and disposal services with four mills, fire services with 13 mills, parks and recreation with 1.25 mills, and street lights with two and a half mills. On top of these ad valorem special assessments, the township levies a 13.1 mill in general property taxes. Um, So the ability to levy ad valorem special assessments has allowed Royal Oak Township to provide these services when it is limited from raising the property tax rate or levying any other type of tax, for example, like a local income tax, which um, which is available to cities but not townships in Michigan. And these services that they're funding through their ad valorem special assessments are largely essential services. I don't think anyone would consider fire services or garbage disposal um, unnecessary. Uh, So Royal Oak Township is levying these, um, frankly, because it needs to fund these services. Uh, Almost 10 years ago, the township was placed under a state-appointed emergency financial manager, uh, in part because of its inability to fund services from its depleted property tax base. And the 2014 consent agreement with the state explicitly stated that the township must reauthorize its ad valorem special assessments. Um, So at least part of the reason that township officials have relied on these special assessments is because they are the only option given to them by the state.
0: And that's certainly a difficult space to be in. Can you talk about the tax limitations that have been placed on Royal Oak by the state?
1: Yeah. So the Royal Oak is a charter township. And the Charter Township Act limits The township tax rate to 10 mils with voter approval. Um, As I stated, the the township is levying 13.1 mils, but this doesn't, the 10 mil limit doesn't include debt millages um, and things like that. Uh, With the taxes and ad valorem special assessments, which are also levied on the property tax base, the township was levying in 2020 33.9 mils. So, and I should have said this earlier, but one mil is equal to $1 of tax for every $1,000 of taxable value. So not only is this almost 34 mil tax rate well above the 10 mil limit for charter townships, it's above the 20 mil limit for home rural cities. Um, And not surprisingly, this prohibitively high combined special assessment and property tax rate has caused issues for some taxpayers and led to lawsuits questioning the legality of the ad valorem special assessments. Um, After being advised that the special assessment districts were not set up correctly to begin with the township officials abolished them in 2021 but they're in the process of reforming them with advice from legal counsel. Um, for budget year 2022, they're relying on fund balances and inner fund transfers to provide these services that were p- previously funded by ADVALORM special assessments, um, but this is a stopgap measure and not a long-term solution, um, and th- the township can't raise the property tax rate to a level to fund these services.
0: So essentially, the position that they're in now is basically a band-aid. Yes. Can you talk about why Royal Oak Township finds itself in this position with no real tax options?
1: Yes. Um, so Royal Oak Township has long been the poster child for the misuse of ad valorem special assessments because they are levying them at such high rates. Most townships are levying them that are using them are levying them at much lower rates. Um, But the township's overuse of these special assessments is largely the byproduct of the fiscal constraints placed upon it and similar communities under the state's municipal finance system. So we can start by looking at the geography and demographics of Royal Oak Township. So it started out as a 36 square mile township, but it is now a 0.55 square mile township. This is because multiple cities have incorporated annexing parts of the township with them and often taking good chunks of the tax base as well. So it's now the smallest charter township in the state with little land area or tax base. Today Michigan State Boundary Commission provides guidelines for municipal incorporation, consolidation, and annexation and would hopefully prevent a small section of township being left behind like Royal Oak Township was. Um, However, the state law delineating this commission and its responsibilities was passed in 1968 after much of the incorporation already happened around Royal Oak Township. So it's clear by looking at the little tax base remaining in the township that we might wanna review the state process that has allowed for the creation of communities like Royal Oak Township following incorporation. It's very small. It's landlocked and it has a very low tax base. I include a map of it on my blog that shows what little remains of the original Royal Oak Township after all the different cities incorporated around it. So we've already stated that the township has a low tax base, but the fact that it is built out with no room for new development hurts it in our property tax system as well because Our property tax limitations prevent local governments from increasing taxes for any reason except new development. This leaves communities like Royal Oak Township with no real way to grow their property tax base.
0: And this is a very interesting topic. And I can tell you did a lot of deep research into this subject. Um, Can you explain to our listeners why this topic is so important? Especially- Sure. Yeah. Well, it's important for a number
1: of different reasons. First, um, the use of ad valorem special assessments um, is an issue. While it is technically legal, they push the boundaries of what is and is not a tax. They skirt the property tax limitations in state law, and they strain the property tax base and taxpayers' ability to pay. Royal Oak Township is just one of many governments relying on these ad valorem special assessments to fund general government services. Traditional assessments fund specific improvements to to certain properties. These ad valorem special assessments are funding general government services, largely fire, police, public safety. Um, Also, the fact that our incorporation and annexation process would allow a small remnant of a township without a strong tax base to be left over is a problem. The state process should ensure that all parts of the community, both the city and leftover township, Will be able to function and provide services after incorporation or annexation. Furthermore, within our property tax system, which includes, I, I mentioned this earlier, tax limitations, it rewards communities that have land to develop and room to grow um, and inhibits communities that are built out. Property tax revenues can only increase with new development. Property sales In fully developed communities that can lead to increases in the value of the tax base also lead to property tax rate rollbacks. So that's why communities need new development to grow their property tax base. Um, This leads to urban sprawl
0: and it makes it hard for older built out communities to grow and thrive. And finally, Jill, what needs to happen for the township to get away from using this system as a temporary fix?
1: Um, Local governments in Michigan, especially those in urban and suburban areas that are already fully developed, need a municipal finance system that allows them to capture revenues that reflect their economy and provide the services the residents desire. Um, Royal Oak Township is a prime example of a local government that is without any good options in our municipal finance system. So unfortunately, instead of providing local governments with more diverse tax options, maybe local income sales tax, um, you know, local tourism related taxes. There's there's lots of options for different types of local option taxes. The state allows them to levy these ad valorem special assessments, which like you stated earlier are kind of like a Band-Aid. They cover the wound, but they're not really providing healing. They're not um, doing anything to improve the municipal finance system or give local governments more options, just allowing them to put more pressure on a property tax base that is already overburdened. So local governments need diverse tax options. Truth be told, communities like Royal Oak Township, um, because of its small land area and small tax base, would probably lack strong income or sales tax bases as well, just like it lacks a strong property tax base but more options would relieve pressure on the property tax base and reduce the need for ad valorem special assessments to fund critical necessary services. In addition to local tax options, communities like Royal Oak Township may need us to review how state law governs city incorporation and annexation
0: and how local services are funded and provided. And that may be really good to just review and see what has worked what could work and what hasn't worked and I feel like that's really important when reviewing and figure out, figuring out another option to get away from using this as, a, as like you said a mm-hmm. temporary fix so um, thank you so much Jill for your research on this subject matter um, that's our episode of Facts Matter brought to you by the Citizens Research Council of Michigan until next time thanks